Um, this is this is inside baseball, and 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 I, and I, I, I apologize for talking about secret club stuff. Um, are you do do you, do you want to go to that baseball game? Sure. Awesome. <laughs> okay. Cool. That's it. Really. I, I like the fact that you're inside baseball with actually about <laughs> baseball. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Welcome to episode number 160 of Stand Under the Don't Tree and Riddle Me This, a podcast, you guessed it, about video games. My name is Cole Ross and I am joined via Skype today by the whole crew. Let's go around, fellas. Dennis Furia, David Moneysmith, Ben Merkel. Boom, nailed it. So what do we have in store for you tonight? <laughs> um, we're going to talk about what we've been playing. Uh, Dennis and I, I know we have one that we're going to gush over for about an hour. Um, mm-hmm. uh, care to give us a preview, uh, Ben or David? More of the same. Yeah, same here. Attaboy. Um, and then I need. I should have cleared this up before, you know, before the interns hit, you know, record, but... Oh, okay, uh, D- Dennis, do you have more names for or quotes for us to go from, or are we going to do some uh, "What's on Your Mind"? I have another um, list of quotes, so I'm, I'm pulling Never. the choice ones right now. Okay, sweet. sweet. Yeah, don't listen to what I have to say uh, because you already know everything that I have to say about what we're going to say. <laughs> so go ahead and pull the choice ones while we uh, while we discuss this, and let's jump right into it. Um, let's see here. Let's see here. Well, I th- I really feel like it, like we need to leave this though, Dennis. Is that okay? Yeah, that's fine. I, I I am very excited to talk. Yeah, let's uh, let's uh, let, let, let's tag team it. So I'll, I'll I'll describe it, and then we can kind of like go back and forth. All right. Yeah, I'll, I'll be the color commentator here. Yes. <laughs> okay. So the so so the game that I'm that that I'm talking about um, is called Sound Shapes. All right. Okay. Now, now contrary to popular belief, How this that is appeal to you. What's that? Nothing. Okay. No, contrary to popular belief, this is not a PlayStation Vita game. It is actually available on PSN for both the the, the PlayStation Vita and the PlayStation 3. Um, and when I sold Dennis on the concept of this, I said, it's, it's, it's a little Big Planet rhythm game mm-hmm. <laughs> where you can uh, basically play these platformer levels and by collecting um, uh, items in the environment... And, you know, by, you know, uh, being around enemies, uh, you basically build the song as you go along. Um, me- you know, mechanically, what this amounts to is you have you, you have objects in the environment in these in these kind of, you know, get from point A to point B platformer kind of levels that create instrument sounds. But the real thing is that there are these coins that are placed on a grid in the background and, he, and these coins all, rep- all represent either different instruments or different samples. And there's a line mm-hmm. that goes from left to right that represents the sampler. So as you're going through, you're actually building out this song. So you collect like a big string of, you know, um, big string of coins in a row and like, Oh, there's a drum beat. And then like, Oh, here's a vocal part. And Oh, here's the organ and the banjo and whatever. Am I, am I doing that this right? That would be Dennis? the best song ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not so it, it's like banjo. every, it's basically like every you know little music generator you've ever found on the internet. Um, very very simple, and yet they they give you kind of enough um, different kind of notes to work with because it's it's not just notes that you get. There's also loops, and depending on when you start and interrupt the loops, you can form very intricate patterns. So you can kind of build your own, 
or you can take these um, kind of pre-made ones, but the pre-made ones can be kind of chopped and screwed in all these different ways. <laughs> uh, and and you can kind of make your own very, very personalized soundtrack. Yeah, and, that, so, and, and that's like one of those things because what Dennis is referring to is not, o- not only are there levels that come packaged with it, which are superb, um, but by defeating these levels or by beating these levels, much in the style of Little Big Planet, you get different uh, kinds of terrain, different art, and different sounds to make in the level generator. Huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, is Which this I, I, where... Go ahead. Is this something where uh, two people could play the same level and end up with a different song? If you got all of the if you got all of the coins, you would hear the same stuff. But if okay. you missed if you miss things, you're missing parts of the you're missing parts of it. So the goal is to basically uncover these different parts of the melody. Yeah, hmm. but I think the great thing is, and I don't know how they managed to do this. Um, I guess it's just rhythm and, and having the right scale. But you know, you can miss notes or you can throw together pretty much any jumble of coins on a screen and it'll make like a pretty coherent, enjoyable melody. Like it's, it's very, very easy to have good music in this game or at least interesting music. Yeah. Um, and just, again, we have to, we have to draw the distinction between, you know, between the, 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 the levels that they provide for you and the levels that either you make for yourself, um, or the ones that you find on the community, um, the ones that are provided for you, um, they feature such people as like they're presented in albums. So they have songs by Beck. Uh, that's the final, nice. the final level. Um, they've got uh, Dead Mouse doing one that's kind of like retro games themed, um, at least in the art. And, as uh, opposed to all his other songs, exactly. Um, and then they also, <laughs> and then they also have uh, much to my delight, Jim Guthrie, uh, who did the soundtrack for Sword and Sorcery. Um, which is an amazing soundtrack. Oh, that has some good uh, music. Yeah, yeah, and his level is really cool. It's like, I mean, it's industrial, yeah. but not like in a in a shitty kind of way. Um, <laughs> is, yeah. that, is that the office office themed one? Yeah, yeah. It's a, they they call it like he does, cor- he does corporeal the first one too, right? No, yeah, no. It's does... like it's like an, it's in it's it's in house people who do the tutorial and then the uh, and then the one that's kind of nature themed. Oh, okay. Now, I thought that was Jim Guthrie um, as well. What's the actual gameplay? The gameplay, um, and, it's, and it's good that you asked that because it's easy to get, fi- to get fixated on the music. Um, you are an orb, and uh, mm-hmm. a little you, bald guy. Yeah, yeah, like a little bald guy, uh, not a bald blob. guy, <laughs> but blob guy. <laughs> yeah, um, and I mean, but, he is, he is bold, bald if you hold the R one yeah. button. Yes, yes. If you're not holding the R the R one button, you kind of stick to things, and there are surfaces that you. Uh, um, can by default like climb up and around, you know, um, and different surfaces you you know will you know, just kind of like progress on normally. But if you hold the R one button or the or the square button, you will actually like lose all your stickiness. So it's kind of like a, a tiny wings esque version of like if you need to drop, that basically gives you like more weight to. Uh, to it also to, to drop. it also gives you speed yes. as well. So if you if you need to, if you need to make like a big jump, then yeah. Yeah, and that's that. It really isn't that important in the regular levels. Like they kind of teach you it in the tutorial, and you're like, "Well, I never really use this. Why'd you teach me it?" And then you get to the challenge levels. Yeah, the um, game doesn't start don't... really until you beat it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a good way of saying it. I've I've done the first album of challenge levels, um, and I think the first one on the second album, maybe. How many have you done? Um, I did I did one, um, and I discovered that they were too hard, so I immediately went to Beat Academy. Oh yeah, I, I did that one as well. Beat Academy yeah. is a lot of fun. Yeah, like like, like Beat Academy. Like oh, okay, so the you challenge take levels. Beat Academy, I'll take the challenge levels. Okay, cool. Don't describe the challenge levels. Okay, so 
basically this is is taking the basic mechanics of the game and then pushing them to the max so you know the run jump dodge enemies will get you through a level without too much struggle but you know what happens when you have you know 50 enemies swarming at you or what happens when you know you have to run and jump with very little time you know and you have to grab these enough notes in a certain amount of time to complete the challenge uh, the thing that gets me is is the notes are randomly spawned, so you can get really lucky and have a challenge where the notes kind of cluster together for at least part of it, and uh, and you know get them rather quickly. Um, but usually, you know, they're a little more spread apart, and it takes a lot more effort. Um, the thing that I love about the challenge levels, at least the ones I've played so far, is they're the perfect balance of what well, one they they're all very unique. You know, so one's completely focused on bouncing off of enemies the other is completely focused on dodging homing enemies the other is completely focused on being able to stick to things upside down and so they take kind of one element of the game and and kind of have the platonic ideal uh you know make you master it and so every time i started a challenge looking at the time and the number of notes i had to grab my reaction was always there's no way this is impossible uh, and then over time, you kind of build up your skill in that area, and you know eventually make it. But I was amazed by, you know, how consistently it was able to to make that that flip in my head. And that's I've heard people say that's the mark of a good puzzle, right? Is that it seems impossible when you start, mm-hmm. uh, and it gradually becomes uh, doable as you work at it. And I think the challenge levels, um, so far have, have just perfected that. Yeah. I didn't have enough patience for them. Although like I, I went to them right after I beat the game. So like I was, I was, I was like riding the high of these really like well-crafted and well-designed melodies and just kind of like, Oh man, now it's going to ask me to do stuff in it. Like with the timer and, and, and homie don't play that. Yeah. (laughs) The entire game is so just good natured and cheerful and, 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 Fun. I think I tweeted that I've never smiled so much when playing a game. Uh, maybe, maybe a little big planet, but it's just it's so fun and, and it's got that happy vibe to it. And then you get to the challenge levels and it's just completely brutal. It's delightful. It's, it is. A delightful. I, mean, I mean, not the not the brutality, but it's not not delightful brutality. No, but just the well, but every- the entire game is delightful. <laughs> oh yeah, and it's 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 just got a real cutesy, not cutesy, but. Well, I, I think adorable is the right word. There's a lot of like dynamic range, you know. There's like there's no there's no character in the in your avatar um, mm-hmm. in the game. Like you don't care. Oh, there's something else that we 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 forgot to mention. Everything red will kill you. So that's how they work environmental hazards in. Like enemies <laughs> that are red will kill you. Sorry, like like the, the the game is so secondary to this discussion. Like the like the, like the character <laughs> that you're playing has no, you know there's no personality, there's no investment. But the but mm-hmm. but there's such a there's such a tonal range, there's such a dynamic range to 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 the levels and the and the and the music that like it's it's really kind of like affecting like the way the way you will go from like this really intense kind of thing to like this real serene kind of step stretch where it's like rebuilding a new melody around like different kind of things. You know, go from like these lava filled you know, caves to these like celestial kind of planes with clouds and stuff. It's, it's almost like your character is kind of a cursor that you move throughout the world. Yeah. Um, and, and really, yeah, like, like you said, there's no, there's no character there. You just, you need to get it from point A to point B, um, and to hit all these notes to really experience the level. Right. Um, why don't you, why don't you talk a little bit about beat school? Cause I, I thought that was a really fun concept and, and added a level of challenge in a different way. Yeah. The, like the, 
the game itself is uh, it's it's a tutorial for how to make levels and for how to put melodies together and everything and that kind of that that kind of interplay between the physical space that you're exploring and the visual character of things and you know how that gives you access to different parts of the sequencer in order to make the melody that you want to do so it's kind of like this one hand washes the other kind of demonstration of it beat school isn't quite that it's not like rock band where they give you this tutorial or like you know guitar hero where it's like you know press this combination of buttons to make this chord instead they 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 present you with a blank screen um and you have a cursor and you press l2 in order to preview um the 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 song that you're trying to recreate um and they're they're relatively simple i mean you get a trophy you get a trophy for each one but they're 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 like i think 12 different ones that you can do and they go from basic beats to like bass lines to 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 chords to working with the loop kind of stuff and you have to by ear and by trial and error recreate what they what they put down um so it'll you know it'll tell you like when something is in the wrong place but you eventually really you know kind of like Dennis said with 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 the challenge levels like oh there's no way I can do that like well actually no that's just a really simple beat I just have to like suss out okay that's the bass that's the bass drum that's the snare oh wait it's kind of syncopated at this part so got to put that there no I don't want to be too early I was wrong and like no that's not another this kind of hit it's actually this kind of different one and then when you hit it it, like it plays a couple times like hell yeah I made that and I think as as someone who's sunk lots of time into the um, guitar hero kind of music generation studio. I was I was very happy with how quickly those skills kind of transferred, and I was like, "Oh, I know exactly how to do that." Yeah. The one part that got me a little bit was the the looped stuff. So, like I said, there's kind of pre-made track that you can that you can remix at will, and it's they're kind of so fast that it's hard to tell exactly where one part ends and another part begins. Yeah, those were the only ones that I really liked. I, I didn't beat those. Yeah, although it does, it becomes invaluable. Um, you know when you're actually building levels or, or want want to have a song because to build a you know a a drum line with any sort of you know speed would take a whole bunch of notes and basically mm-hmm. what you're doing is you're throwing a bunch of coins into the game that you have to force um, force your you know whoever plays the level to go get um, but you know if you use one of these pre-made tracks you really reduce the number of coins that you put into the level which you know if if you have the entire screen i think is it is it are there 32 beats to a screen or is it 16 it is four bars okay so it's it's 16 beats and so you know if if you want to have anything that's in 16 time or i guess is that the right way to say it I don't if, know. If you like, it's, 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 it's not. It's not four bars. I think. I think it's two bars, and you can do stuff on, and, and you can have, you can have sixteenth notes, or yeah. something, like, or you can have so, eighth notes, or something like that. And then you can change. You can change the tempo and everything too. So that's yeah, you can that, change that's the not tempo. a huge concern. But if you want to have something with sixteenth notes, you know, at, at whatever tempo you're at, that means that you're going to have to have sixteen coins on the screen. And it's going to be really uh, obvious what you're trying to do unless you layer it over several screens. Right. And maybe if we're bleeding into level creation, did you spend any time with level creation? I did, yeah. Um, <laughs> I was really encouraged, actually. I would say that the weakest part about this game, um, like most games with a multiplayer component, is the other people. Um, uh, yeah. there, there has to be some kind of, and, and if there's not, I will gladly name it, you know, the, the, the Ross constant or whatever, um, just based on my cynicism about this. If you go into any uh, thing that gives you the ability to create 
content. So Little Big Planet, this uh, you know the 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 Mar you know the sorry the uh, the Guitar Hero uh, kind of thing. The, the like the if you sort by like what's been played the most or what's highest rated, the top thing will either be lo- like a recreation of level one one from Mario or a recreation yep. of the Mario theme. And I looked at I looked and it, in this case it was a poor recreation of the Mario. It was Mario so theme. bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> And then, and then there was like you know there was the Star Wars theme that wasn't the Star Wars theme. Yeah. It just had like it, it was hmm. uh, maybe chalk it up to the game being new. How long has it been out? It's been out for like like, like ten days, maybe two weeks at the most. Yeah. So I, See, I, right now I'm hoping it's just people. Time. Someone yeah. has already written a sonata on it. Yeah. They should have, but it it, it wasn't at the top. Yeah. And it, that was at, at the same time disappointing and encouraging because it's like. Well, hey, I you know I'm, I seem to be wrapping my head around this. All right, let's let's see if I can maybe be the first one to to make some semblance about it. Mm-hmm. Let's see if you can be part of the problem and create the Mario theme. <laughs> <laughs> I can do a better Mario, Mario theme Mario than that. Theme. I'll show you a Mario theme. <laughs> <laughs> Mario, Mario never changes. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, like the like the like the one of those that 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 I found and like you can you can go down the list and you can find some some like uh some some creations uh that that are like original creations that are good the one thing that was like a oh that's somebody just making something else was uh was was a, a cover uh for lack of a better word of Seven Nation Army um oh that, I saw that one I did play it yeah and, and it's actually kind of cool how how they do it i mean it's it's simple enough to do but the 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 it's it's more than two screens which you could which is more than you can say for a lot of them um, yeah I, and, I didn't i didn't understand that like every level that you play in the main game is over probably about ten screens, wouldn't you say I have not more than that and like that 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 isn't like ten straight screens that like they're they're working through these like crazy intertwined winding kind of you know kind of yeah it's real complex yeah. and then you go to the community levels and it it's just that first screen it's like the end and like really? i can I can understand that as like a way to like test it out and build like okay i'm going to build this melody on one screen and then i'm going to take this and i'm going to stretch it over you know stre- stretch its creation over three screens right mm-hmm. but yeah. most people they didn't get beyond like okay i need to build this melody on this one screen and then take it away there's like oh here we go we're gonna start here we're gonna end here you're done bye publish <laughs> and there's and just the the community is just totally failing me and like i i almost want to go to twitter or go to like other people i know who play the game and say like hey have you found anything good or like hey have you made anything good so i can like do this because i want more of this game but yeah. it's like the community is just utter bullshit and here's here's what baffles me um, is that I found this to be the most like empowering, easy to use level generation stuff piece of software, I guess um, that I've seen. You know, Little Big Planet is incredibly powerful and it, you know works really well, but it's almost paralyzing in its scope. So that you can have an idea, but then you can take that idea so many different ways, and you know there's there's always going to be someone who could do it ten times better than you. Um, that it's it's almost intimidating, and it almost you know is a is a disincentive to even get underway because you know that to make something that's up to the quality that's out there, uh, you know it's it's just going to take more time and talent that you have. Right. Whereas with sound shapes, just the visual style is very, very simple and basic. And that makes it incredibly accessible. 
because you don't have to worry about being a good artist. You just have to have a good idea. And I think the the best part is is that really you don't even have to have a good idea. You just have to have an interesting piece of music. Because if you put together a good piece of music, then you can build the level around it and it'll be fun. That's that's all you need to do is build an interesting piece of music and the levels write themselves. Right. Just like, okay, so how do I get to those notes? And then you put exactly. it there. You know, or like you think, oh man, I really love like this like the bass line that these missiles drop. So I'm gonna put enough, you know, these missiles in here to get this. Well, how do, what do I have to put in to provide a way to get around them? Oh well there's this kind of trampoline and this kind of blah blah blah. You know, on and on mm-hmm. down the line. Yeah, it, it makes it super easy to go in. So you know, I I've finished my first attempt. I want it to be one in a in a series of three or four levels that kind of relate to each other. So I haven't published it yet. Mm-hmm. But I was astounded at how easy it was for me to create something that looked just like what was in the the main portions of the game. Right. So I, I, I was absolutely thrilled. My, my, my big complaint about okay, I have two complaints about the uh, about the tools that are available. First, I can sure. definitely see where this would thrive on the Vita um, with the touch screens and whatnot, um, mm-hmm. dragging stuff around. That's just a limitation. It sucks manipulating things with with, with a controller, um, especially if, you know if you're if you're trying to create something. It's it's very difficult. Um, number two, like the the palette that you select your your things from, especially as regards like picking out a loop or picking out uh, you know an instrument, you, you you don't know what those things sound like until you place them in the world or if you like, yeah that was super it annoying. So so like if like <laughs> how is this mouse different from this mouse in the dead mouse set of loops? I don't understand. So you have to go in and play around with it. And it's just kind of like, on one hand, okay, yeah, it encourages you to, you know, to, to play around. But like for quick reference, because they can't make like a favorites palette or whatever, like, oh man, I really, you know, th- this this level is going to rely on this kind of drum and this kind of, you know, the, the, this kind of stringed instrument. And then I'm going to put this loop here and just, I'm going to repeat these, you know, same four or five elements over and over again. You can't like make that. You have to remember which icon mm-hmm. was which. And for me, that's that's a lot. That's asking a lot. And that would be so simple to do, right? I mean, it's just, you know, in in your level and you list it. Right. And and that's it. The other the other interesting thing is that you know, so much of this game thrives on on creating that sound or creating that music. All the all the creatures and all the the uh elements in the game have sounds associated with yes. them. And in the same vein, there's no way to test test that out, or to modify that sound, um, so that you know you might have a creature that you know you really want to use and, and serves a purpose for the gameplay part, um, but the sound that it makes is totally contrary to what you want to have. And there's no way to you know have options for what a creature sounds like. I tested it out. It does it does change depending on the key that you use, though. Oh yeah, well it won't. Like I said, it it, it won't make um, ugly sound. It's really easy to make a coherent song. Yeah, like you're not going to screw up the pitch or anything like that. Yeah, but it you know it it won't let you modify that either. And there's something that, like makes sense. Like in the Beck levels, there are there are blocks that rearrange, like they have letters on them, and and that co- that corresponds to a vocal loop. Um, mm-hmm. and, and there and there are a bunch of them, and just uh, but so it makes sense that you wouldn't be able to like change what Beck said at that part. So you just yeah. don't, so you just oh, don't use those. What's it's up? hilarious though. I did my the level that I made was kind of slower. The music was slower paced, 
And if you try to paste vocals into that level from from the Beck soundtrack, it's all super slowed down. <laughs> it sounds so it sound, funny. It sounds like sea change. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's a deep cut. Oh, um, oh man. <laughs> So I mean, like aside from these like quibbles, I mean it's it's a it's a it's a limited tool, but uh, oh my gosh, this is like a contender for, for for fucking game of the year for me. Wow, yeah, like like that like is for that's real. a strong statement. Well, you wouldn't say that. Like like you wouldn't say like right I, now based on what's come out so far that this is like I would this say is it's a, a gem. Can, oh, absolutely, it's a contender for downloadable game of the year. And I know the like, distinction is blurring. But, but the fact that I am I am through all of the content already, and I'm relying on user generated content now, um, after you know a day and a half of play, not even, uh, tells me there's a little something to be desired. If there, there if there were twice the number, well, there are plenty of no, games that can be beaten over a weekend, Dennis. Yeah, that's if one if they support it really well with DLC, and and two, you know, maybe if they started with twice the number of levels. Mm-hmm. Um, or albums, excuse me. I, I could see that being, being uh, you know, easily a full game. In fact, you know what? Now that I say that, I wouldn't be surprised if that happens because they've done that with downloadable games before. Yeah, they'll release it, then they'll re- release a bunch of level packs, and then they'll release the original game and level packs on disc as a as a retail game. Yeah, I'm just. I would so, not be surprised at all. In hearing about this game and in like like leading up to it, I, I thought that it actually was going to be like a forty dollar Vita game, and then my my give a shit was turned off. But when I found out that it was a $15 downloadable game that will work on any PlayStation 3, I was like, well, yeah. <laughs> and how brilliant is that? Okay, this cross-buy thing works. Because the second I downloaded it and I saw that I had both a PS3 and a Vita version, in my mind, I was like, oh, I own a Vita game. I, I should get a Vita. <laughs> really? Like, you know, and I'm, yeah, really? I, I'm nowhere close. <laughs> <laughs> I own a game. I own a game. Why not? (laughs) Well, I mean, let's think about it. So my my past two purchases have been Tetris and and Sound Shapes. There's no reason why Tetris couldn't be just like that sort of cross-buy thing. Right. So theoretically, I would would own two two games already. Um, I'm throwing it out here. If you buy a Vita so that you can play Tetris, we can no longer be friends. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, buying a a Vita would be cheaper than buying the good DS version of Tetris. Uh, (laughs) Fair enough. That just just reminds me. um, The the, the Christmas that I got got my Game Boy, um, a couple days before that Christmas, I got a, a, a gift from my grandpa Ray. Um, God rest his soul. Um, and it was Battletoads for the Game Boy. And I was like, that's really weird. Why would I get Battletoads for the Game Boy from Grandpa Ray? And <laughs> I was like, okay, I've got this game I can't play. Thanks, Grandpa. <laughs> so you didn't make the connection? No, I was a fucking stupid kid. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. So, so m- much, much like me having Battletoads for Game Boy before I had a Game Boy, we both have sound shapes before we have uh, Vitas. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, just like, do you guys have any questions about this? Because I feel like that we've 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 just been gushing. Uh, I feel like I would need to see it be played to understand most of what you're talking about. Like, I hear what you're saying, but uh, 
I think it, I think it would make a lot more sense to me if I saw the game in action. See, I can't want to play it because I find I'm you know I'm I'm like the the dude in the jerk when it comes to music. <laughs> um, so I've always wanted to play a uh, rhythm game just to see if it was physically possible for me to learn rhythm. <laughs> well, like here, like here's here's the thing, and here's what it boils down to: to actually play the game, you don't need a lot of rhythm. Uh, okay. Like, like to, like to, like to navigate the levels and to get your fifteen dollars worth of enjoyment out of the main campaign. Like, it's no more difficult to. Okay, it helps to like you know be able to count the beat in order to predict when stuff is going to activate because you know certain things you know, but they're timing puzzles. And if you have been able to play any other platform platforming game that has a timing puzzle, this is actually easier because it follows with the music. So you can mm-hmm. tell, like, okay, if you if you watch it for four measures, even somebody who doesn't know anything about music will know, like, okay, it you know that 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 thing that means I'm going to die when I touch that other thing that happens after five of the kind of sounds so there you go so it doesn't take rhythm it just gives you like an appreciation it's like an art installation almost now the the real interesting thing is when you're out somewhere and they start playing the music on the radio and get to one of those parts and you start freaking out like don't touch the lava style (laughs) yeah no, and and this is this is like one of those one of those times that I'm really upset that the PSN isn't the Xbox Live Arcade because I would tell everybody to you know to go download a demo of it, but I don't think that there's a demo of it available. Because the sound shapes, sound shapes, yeah. Hmm. I, I think you might be right about that. I can't corroborate that. Usually, PSN demos come out like two years after the game itself comes out, but. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I can't. I can't recommend it highly enough. I mean, aside like like this and Walking Dead are like are like the peaches of this year. Just 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 so great. And there's a lot of stuff coming out right now. Like I don't know if it's just me, but I, I believe that the last PSN update had like 11 games in it. It just seems like there's a lot of really good downloadable stuff coming out right now. Yeah, I haven't. I mean, I I don't I don't, I don't know. It might just be you. <laughs> 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 maybe no no i just i haven't paid that much attention to it or nothing has really struck me as like wanting to download it or whatever um but yeah so i feel like it's about time to move on from sound shapes um i haven't been doing an awful lot so i, I just have two that i that i want to say um so do you mind if i go yeah go ahead get it out of the way um first uh because i've wanted to play stuff on my ipad um i have continued and i'm about to finish uh yesterday which is I talked about a little while ago. It's it's developed by Pendulo Games. It is a point and click, or more aptly, tap and click um, adventure game. It was ported from the PC. has um, a, has an interesting story, and it's getting more interesting and less indecipherable as you go along. Um, that is somewhat somewhat marred by really really low production values. So not only is the voice acting kind of like goofy, and I can I can tolerate some goofy voice acting, <laughs> um, but but like the like the facial animation is weird, where like just their mouths will move and like nothing else will. Like when you when you have like a face on when you have like a head on shot of somebody, and it's just it's just like really, it makes it difficult to enjoy it, and it makes it really really hard for me to say like oh you should play it even if and I haven't checked on iOS. I think I got it for like five dollars or something like that. Even if you know every point and click adventure game is a you know is is a wonderful and unique jewel that we should treasure. Um, it's <laughs> it's still really difficult to say. So unless you unless unless you are like 
really looking for a point and click adventure game that has uh that has a, a you know a lot of kind of adult themes to it and is kind of more you know mature you know than like your typical lucas arts or telltale kind of thing is going to be um telltale excluding walking dead um then i would have a lot of trouble like recommending it do you guys remember me talking about it at all vaguely no. vaguely okay yeah for the better. Um, the other one that I played, and it was only like uh, a cup. It was only a little bit because I think it came out today. Was Counter Strike Global Offensive? Hmm. Yes, got that on uh, the Steam. That too is the fit- Steam. The Steam. Yes. <laughs> really a shooter. <laughs> what? It's really a shooter. See, this is a shooter that and harkens quite possibly the sequel to the worst shooter ever made. See, I knew that I would raise your hackles with that, David. <laughs> That's, that's pretty much why I did it. Um, <laughs> no, no, it's uh, it's it's the yeah, it's a shooter, but it's from a different time. I mean, like I I, I play Team Fortress, I play Team Fortress Two rather, but that's because like when I first got my PC, I played a fuck ton of Team Fortress Classic, so I have an appreciation for those levels and those classes and that dynamic. Same thing with with, with Counter Strike. I spent a you know good deal of time on Counter Strike, and I played a couple of rounds um, of it here today. And I understand why I'm not great at it, but you know I'll die and I'll wait and I'll listen to a podcast and I'll spawn again and then go for it. I mean the maps are pretty much the same, but it's <laughs> but it's you know it's 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 more accessible and they've they've added better matchmaking, so there's no like going and searching for servers and things like that. Um, again, I expect David to raise his hackles on that. Um, so they kind of console, consoleified it in a way that is like, hey, did you stop giving a fuck about Counter-Strike because like you didn't want to search for like a newbie-only server? Well, okay, cool. You can get on here and you can, you can, you can play a casual match. And Friendly I Fire actually will be turned can see off. that being a good thing. Yes, it's, it's really good. Um, and you know, I was, I was holding my own and I'm not, I'm not great at shooters. I have slow reflexes, you know, I'm a bit, I got a, I got a touch of the sweetness and, uh, you know, so it's difficult for me, you know, from time to time, but has familiar weapons and, uh, they've, they've, they've improved the interface and the graphics are pretty good. It runs, it runs pretty well on my two, on my two year old, uh, PC or not PC rather Matt laptop and uh yeah it's pretty neat for 15 bucks it's not that bad it's much better than like counter-strike source or going back and playing like 1.6 with all the uh with all the people with the uh the aspergers but uh yeah can you explain the aspergers comment (laughs) no (laughs) there's not much you have to explain no no it's 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 ableist of me i'm 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 sorry Uh, like you're not supposed to make fun of people with with with, okay (laughs) way to rub in your able abilities cool is that being redundant (laughs) (laughs) able abilities no no just like like people 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 who have a lot of time and you know like a preternatural ability to memorize maps and you know just like oh this is this has like a slightly better fire rate so i can have a higher dps on 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 this that's just like the general term for somebody who cares way too much about something that is that's just people in high school man yeah it's people people care more about winning than about having fun yeah that's basically the call of duty (laughs) community (laughs) i'm sorry that's that's bad, but yeah, I mean, it's 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 a uh, it's it's a shooter that I can access and engage with, and and not be entirely alienated from. And I figure it's fifteen bucks, and it's a couple gigs on my hard drive, and I can you know drop into it just like I drop into a game of Minecraft or, a, you know, a game of Killing Floor or whatever. So yeah, Counter Strike Global Offensive, go! Yeah. <laughs> Do they still have surfing? 
I think you're thinking of tribes. That's skiing. Skiing and tribes. No, um, no. Uh, there's a glitch in the uh, source engine where if you um, side strafe into a um, sloped surface, you'll go all, well, I guess tribe style. Yeah. And so there's levels where they basically build like rails, jet grind radio style. I think you're thinking of I think you're thinking of bunny hopping. Or I think about bunny hopping. I don't know. It, it's no, been a rockets. long time. All I Circle, remember no, think, is I think you're thinking of uh, rocket jumping. You're circle strafing? No. We're really going into every video <laughs> game in the last five years or five, ten years. <laughs> exactly. So I'm done. Uh, that's that. That's all I have to say. Are you thinking of the noob combo, David? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the noob too. <laughs> I think you're thinking of YouTube. Oh. Uh, yeah, no scope videos. Are you thinking of no scoping? <laughs> yes, you, I'm thinking of no scoping. Are you thinking of DK mode, dude? Because <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what you're thinking. I think, that, I think that's what you're thinking of. Um, <laughs> never find your bodies. <laughs> oh, no, no. He's talking about camping, you guys. Yeah, he's talking uh, about camping. Are you yeah. talking about text adventures? Let's move. Let's, let's go north and uh, talk to... Oh, man, he wants to go next. I'm looking at your avatars. Can I, can I say real quick, since I already kind of started with sound shapes? Yeah, def, def. Continuing my extended love affair with SSX, they have released two new updates over the, like, the past month. The first one adds head-to-head competitive modes and a free ride mode. Um, the second one adds another four levels to your characters and um, adds new weather modes to different levels. Um, and all of it is free. So within a month, month there have been two major updates, all based on fan requests, and it just it astounds me. Like, first off, the head-to-head mode is even more fun than the original game. Um, it's just really, really intense and a lot of fun because it's like a trick and a and a racing run smashed together with other people flying around around you. So Wait, it's so, uh, it's so awesome. that's like they finally added simultaneous multiplayer to it. Yeah, simultaneous multiplayer. Awesome. It, my guess, <laughs> I know this will never happen, but it's like the way they've been going. I wouldn't be surprised if the next up, update has split screen. <laughs> like guys, it's it's straight up like Burnout Paradise. How well they are supporting it. In fact, I would say it's it's the best post-launch support that I've seen since Burnout Paradise. This is EA. This is EA too, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah of course it, it is. Continuing great tradition. Awesome. So uh, wait, you know, what? if you. <laughs> I know, right? We're saying good things so, about electronic arts. Just still your heart. <laughs> I don't know what to believe anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, this it, it also dropped to forty dollars. So why don't you own this game yet? I guess is the question that I'm asking. That's uh, huge. Kind of to the uh, to people, yeah. To the people. To uh, the what's what, what, what's free ride mode? Um, free ride. So free ride um, has no HUD and no objectives, but all of the um, kind of geotags they're called are still there. So every every drop has these kind of little tokens that are placed in hard to reach places, mm-hmm. uh, and you get points for for collecting them. But you know, you anytime you do a drop in the past, it's always been you're racing or you're trying to do tricks. So you kind of have to abuse uh, a mode and kind of sacrifice getting your objective in order to find these things. 
Uh, and then you always have to restart if you get to the bottom of the drop and you want to go back down. So what this does is there's just no objectives. You can ride around and take all the time you want. You get unlimited rewinds, which is really nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and once you get to the bottom of the hill, it just automatically takes you to the back to the top of the hill. So you one, you can just explore the course. Uh, and this game is surprisingly beautiful. Like, there are just some really nice vistas um, and just really, really beautifully laid out stuff. And, and it should be because it's it's actually based on the topographical data from actual mountains. Right. Uh, which is really cool. I, I just am gushing over this game, I feel like, nonstop. And I should. Um, well, no, I, th- I think I think the like free ride mode is interesting. So so I've I've got I've got I've got a couple of questions for you. Yeah. Um, is the mountain high? Is the valley low? I mean, I'm pretty confused on which way to go. <laughs> <laughs> there there is a frozen there is a is a frozen river, but it ain't it ain't wide enough. <laughs> I swear it is six hours, but I will drive back there and make you you guys disappear. <laughs> Are you going to lead us into the promised land? Come on. <laughs> so, no, that's cool. That's I mean, so, so all this is free. Like you just, you just, it's a title update. It's a title update. You're on the PlayStation Three. Four hours later, you're actually playing a multiplayer game. Yeah, it's, if if they had auto updates, this would be the perfect kind of game. <laughs> so. They they also and this is on top of previous free updates where they gave um, two free characters. So. Just uh, was one wait, of them Edgar go. Winter. What? <laughs> Sorry, what? no. <laughs> I, I I I immediately uh, like understood the, the the double entendre Edgar, Edgar Winter with a snow drive or with a snowboarding kind kind of thing. Uh, but that's that the Edgar Winter group is is the group that performed free ride. Oh, now yeah. Yeah. wait, yeah. free ride or slow ride? Like- no, slow ride. I think you're thinking of Fog Hat. I don't know this what I don't know what I'm thinking anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Here, take these tapes and pamphlets. Um, yeah, right. But so, yeah, that, what is that? On, what's that on the rainforest? Let me let me see here. I understand I'm not supposed to use the rainforest, but I'll mm-hmm. use it anyway. Yeah, it's like thirty, thirty-seven bucks. I don't know. I'll yeah. see. I'll see what my budget comes out to at the end of the month. Yeah, see see what's around, or you know, just borrow it from me if I'm done playing it. Yeah, yeah, you still you still owe me Saints Row and Silent Hill. I do. <laughs> I, I Saints Row. I'm still working my way through Silent Hill. So. <laughs> so, so you're not allowed to have it back until I'm done with it. Okay, that's fine. Wait, no, didn't you born to play, can't keep it behind glass? Didn't you hundred percent Saints Row? No. Uh, in terms of finishing challenges, yeah. Okay. No, but you're talking about like you 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 were saying uh, I, I can't have Silent Hill until you're done with it. Yeah, Silent Hill stays with me. Until okay, I'm done. okay, gotcha. that's fine. Mid yeah. it to finishing that game. Yeah, I mean, if I if I if I really wanted to play, I could I could just buy it on PSN. But I'd rather not. Yeah. Considering I bought it <laughs> once and somebody took it from me. <laughs> you know, is it weird that I I for some reason I assumed you were going to finish that sentence? If I really wanted it back, I could break into your house. <laughs> no, I I know where you live. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just naturally where my mind went that you were yeah, going to finish. Yes. So. Man, you have such a low opinion of me. <laughs> yeah. um. So I, I have a diversion topic. Uh, Silent Hill, the movie. Cole, thoughts on that? The second one. I just um, I haven't I haven't seen the I haven't seen the trailer yet. 
Honestly. Okay. I know that I know that you posted it on my on my Facebook wall. But okay. I, I I think I'm afraid. Yeah, no, it looks well, I mean, yeah. Uh actually look, well, okay. Keep talking about something. I'm gonna pull up a quote uh that one of the producers <laughs> that one of the well, producers it, of the movie said. Okay. Cool. It follows the um it follows the you know age old horror movie trope that the first one is awesome and then they just spam sequels. I don't I don't think that. Like can you can you say that they're spamming sequels when it's been six years? The, well, counterpoint, yeah, that's that's, that's true. <laughs> I mean um, I mean it's been six years. I was I was a senior in high school. It's a slow spam. Yeah, I had a I had a girlfriend the last <laughs> when this came out. Come on. <laughs> so So can this be is is this so much a sequel as a reboot? Are they uh No, no, it's 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 taking off. It's like it's it's on it goes from Silent Hill 1 to Silent Hill 3 from my understanding. Yes, correct. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. All the more reason for you to beat Silent Hill and give it back to me. But yeah, I need to I need to get on that. Like I've I've read more I'm about it. Get over my freaking sound shapes and SSX addiction and then I'll be well, good to go. Okay, I'll take responsibility for sound shapes. But um <laughs> but it's it's one of those things like I've I've read plenty about 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 the Silent Hill 3D revelations or whatever it is. Um the worst name in the entire world. Um and like what I've read has been good. I mean it has, you know, it has, I think it it still has Rada Mitchell in it, has Sean Bean and it has uh Malcolm McDowell in it. And it has uh, I forget who plays Claudia, but um but I'm like I'm heartened by the cast, and you know if it's Carrie, it, Carrie Ann Mosses who plays Claudia. Yes, that's and that's okay. That's okay with me. I'm fine with that. Um, but you know it has it has a really good cast, and if the visual design is anything as good as the first one, and if they you know don't go like crazy exposition heavy towards the end like they they, they did with the first one, then I I'll, I'll feel okay with it. I just I just haven't watched the trailer yet. Have you found the quote? Yes. So this is a quote from one of the producers of the second movie. And so here it is. Silent Hill is not a blockbuster game like Resident Evil or other games out there. It's a connoisseur's game. It has its own rabid fan base. They're not cheap, these things. You have to appeal not only to the gamers, you have to appeal to a wider audience. Do, 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 do. I don't, I, don't, I mean, that's just reality though, right? Like the, the UA bowl? No, no, no it's, it's not even a bowl. It's uh, well, that's a good sign. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, no. I mean, like, do you, do you think that with the first one that they, you know, that it was worse for wanting to appeal to a wider audience? Well, that's the thing is, I don't. I, I mean, that was not the initial intent. I, I think of the first movie. I feel like Christoph Gans wanted to make uh, a movie that was a continuation of the atmosphere that the game set up, and. Mm. No, but like, like when you when you were reading that quote, I almost wanted to say, like, is this is this from when 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 they were making the first movie? Because I remember Christoph Gans putting out a quote about the first Silent Hill movie, where he was like, where he said, like, yeah, nothing I do can 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 please can can please the fans. So I can't just try and please the people who played the game. I can just do my best to make you know to make people understand what's going on here. Okay. You know? Yeah. So so like he he came out like that like that was the intent. He just said, "I don't want to make a good Silent Hill movie. I want to make a good movie." And he kind of, you know, 75% of the way you know succeeded at both. But it was but it was a it was a box office hit and 
I liked it, even if I'm not entirely crazy about what it did with the mythos, but it's its own kind of splinter thing. And it's a far sight better than the Resident Evil movies. So like the yeah. fact that he's saying, like, let's not make this like the Resident Evil movies. Let's take this and make it into a, you know, a connoisseur kind of thing. And, you know, as long as he's like acknowledging those kind of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, I mean that that that's that that's not entirely damning. I'm sorry, I don't mean to shoot shoot down what you're trying to say, but I don't know. I guess I I like the Resident Evil movies. <laughs> I've, only, I've only seen the third one, so I mean Mila Jovovich is hot. I mean she was really she was she was really uh, uh, sexy in the in the Fifth Element. But that's yeah, yeah. a she's a she's kind of the the action movie equivalent of of Chuck Norris. I feel like. <laughs> What, what's what's your impression of the of, of the trailer, uh, Ben? Before before we go back to video games. Um, well, so I immediately I am already like disappointed with it. I guess I'm preemptively disappointed. Um, <laughs> See, like, and 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 you're the, uh, the 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 preeminent defender of the silent. I feel like the original Silent Hill movie. I, yeah, no, I I would still defend the silent the first Silent Hill movie. I thought that that was a solid horror movie. I, I thought it was a good solid horror. I thought it was good too. And it and I thought it kept with the mythology of the first Silent Hill, and I thought that it it was very careful about not uh, ruining the atmosphere that that game had set up. Um, but with the second one, like uh, like there's another quote I read too. I forget where, but it was talking about how like one of their goals with it is they wanted to amp up the horror of the movie. Uh, and it, so, I mean, I guess for me, I just see it in a direction where, like, they have Pyramid Head there, they have the nurses there. I feel like they're just, like, throwing them in and saying, okay, these are scary things, we're just going to put them in uh, because they're inherently scary, and then not be concerned with the larger meaning of why they're there. I don't remember the the original Silent Hill movie being that scary, though. Well, th- I don't think that was the point of it, you know? Like, it was, like, it was incidentally a horror movie, but I mean... But but didn't I, I mean well, just like Pyramid between... Head didn't really serve serve that much of a purpose. We've we've had this conversation so many times, but yeah. it's kind of like I, it's it's just weird that I'm trying to make you feel better about the fact that they're throwing in the nurses in Pyramid Head again. Yeah, <laughs> when when I was upset that they threw in the nurses in Pyramid Head, the first one. Yeah, it's like why am I apologizing for this game or, or this movie, this game movie, when I haven't even seen the trailer? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So disregard until I watch the trailer. <laughs> so, so does anybody have a video game they want to talk about? <laughs> so for me, I've just been playing more of the Civ Rev, but I've been mastering the game. So oh, yeah? Are you- so, uh, yeah, I've beat it on the hardest difficulty with every possible victory that you can have. What is that, God? Like God mode or? Deity. Deity, yes, yes. Yeah. Whoa, so so you've like done like a like a like a domination victory and everything? Uh, I've done domination, I've done cultural, technological, and economic. Sure. Yep. Nice. Yeah, nice. I've I've never I've never been able to pull off a domination. Um, oh really? Yeah. I've always I've 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 always either uh, either either formed uh you know, I've always either gone to the moon um, and started a campaign on Alpha Centauri um, or, you know, formed the UN before any of that happened, before I killed everybody else. So, Gotcha. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So it's fun. I'm probably I'm winding down with my enjoyment of it. So, yeah. Were you going to say something, Dennis? No, no. No, so so like what 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 are you setting your sights to next? I mean, we're 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 rapidly approaching the end of August here. Um, 
this was something that I was lamenting about last week where I, I felt that we were in a game desert where I hadn't played a game, a good game in a really long time that had come out recently. And I didn't know of any games coming out in the near future that I was looking forward to. But um, there was one game that I found. Um, Borderlands 2 is coming out within, I think, the next month. Yes. Um, and that actually looks pretty good from what I've seen of it. So... Perhaps that will be my next game. But in the meantime, I uh, picked up Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy because I had never read that. So, oh nice. Hey, can we let's let's talk about great. Borderlands Two for a bit? Sure. Yeah. Well, no, I remember you compelled us to 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 get that, didn't you, Dennis? Like you said, like, yeah. Let's get also, that and play it. Yeah, I also thought there was a really interesting, I'll say controversy, but I'll put it in quotes. Recently, around it, are, are any of you familiar with it? No, not the controversy. Okay. But no. Yeah. So I uh, basically. When I found out about this, I was really excited. A, uh, a developer talking about the game said that, uh, you know, they they were putting in for for lack of a better term, the girlfriend skill tree, uh, and that their necromancer uh, character that's going to be DLC is going to have a a skill tree called best friends forever. That you know, rather than focusing on making you more powerful or what have you, focuses on making the game easier to play. Okay. So, you know, an example is like one of the perks is called Close Enough, and um, it makes your bullets ricochet so that if you miss, they can bounce off and still hit enemies. Um, and it, it kind of, it's like, I guess, a pseudo a support class and also pseudo just a, an easier class to play. Um, and they designed it in, you know, with, with the person who sucks at shooters, essentially, in mind and said, we want to make this game enjoyable for someone who wants to play the game, um, but doesn't you know doesn't have any skill at shooters i call that class <laughs> yeah <laughs> well and and therein lies the drama is that immediately everyone want everyone well everyone lots of people said girlfriend mode that's that's sexist that's horrible that's offensive um you know there are lots of people that suck at video games how dare you just call it girlfriend mode <laughs> so uh you know i i thought this was very interesting um and i asked i asked my wife about it and i I was actually kind of amused. She she said, you know, she didn't she didn't find the title offensive at all. She said that's actually a really accurate description of my situation. So you know, I don't I don't take offense to it at all. And she's now excited for the first time to actually play <laughs> a uh, play a shooter, which I, I couldn't huh. get her to come within ten feet of one before. So I thought I'd, I'd get your thoughts on just in general what do you, what do you think of the idea of including this quote unquote girlfriend mode and if you take any issue with it being called uh even even offhand called girlfriend mode i take no issue with its inclusion i think that that person just like calling it girl, girlfriend mode it kind of it kind of reeks of like like a you know like game developers they're they're in a notoriously male male dominated kind of thing so maybe he doesn't like quite grasp it but like that's kind of dickish like even if i'm not offended it's kind of like you know maybe you can have just like a little bit more class than that but if an actual woman isn't offended by it then i have no right to be offended i guess or maybe i do but like it's just like casual sexism (laughs) is still sexism so that's kind of gross it's inclusion i think is a good thing anything that can make a game more accessible to people um be they color blind or uh hearing impaired or you know uh re- reflexibly impaired that's a good thing you know so so go ahead <laughs> yeah. and put that option in there don't uh, on the other just, hand you know don't don't call it sissy pussy mode like just like actually like <laughs> have a little bit more contact <laughs> than that on on the other hand though i feel like you know like i know in world of warcraft referring to 
like the healer as the girlfriend class it's just incredibly common i feel like to a certain degree when that idea or whatever is so prevalent in gaming i feel like it's kind of questionable to get um to get all bent out of shape about it Mm-hmm. So that, and that brings up the thought, you know, maybe uh, that comment in isolation, you know, there's there's nothing wrong. And, and the guy has come out and clarified, you know, obviously he said, you know, a lot of my coworkers are women and they could beat my ass at video games. Yeah. Uh, you know, of course I don't think that way. So I think maybe the comment in isolation isn't necessarily offensive, but I don't know. Do you guys feel like it points to perhaps a a deeper uh, problem with with the way video games generally operate? Man, I could I could talk for hours about sexism in video games. Like I, I, I have I have I have friends, you know. I have I have I have female friends who do not do voice chat when they play Call of Duty or any other kind of shooter for that matter, because people automatically go, "Oh, you shouldn't be playing. Make me a sandwich. Suck my leg. Where are you? Where's your boyfriend?" It's like. See, but I feel like that's a significantly different issue. I feel like that's more people letting 12-year-olds and people with the mental facilities of 12-year-olds play games. That, that's true, but I mean, there's like there, there's there, there's the notion of you know you know male privilege and white privilege and and any kind of privilege that each and each and every one of the four of us enjoys. Where it's just like it's really difficult <laughs> to you know to 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 make, to make a comment on it. You know, but but just the, you know that, that that idea. I mean, what did I say? Like when 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 you said, "Oh, it's for people who are bad at shooters." Sign me up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, it's just there. There's there's like this. You know, like I, I'm just I'm just gonna say it again. Casual sexism. You know, even if it's offhanded, even even if he even if he was just saying that as a way to as a way to make it understood, like what he was trying to say. Like, you know, he could have, it's conservation of words. He could have said, oh, it's easier for people who aren't as good at the, at the game, but they can, can they can still contribute, and it's a skill set designed to compensate. He could have done all that, but he just said girlfriend mode because he, because he knew people would get it. In that case, it's crass, but it's just efficient communication, if not kind of dickish and privileged, but yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I think efficient communication trumps almost everything, but yeah. Ben, you've been quiet. Yeah, I'm not going to touch this. Like, yeah, I mean, it's not cool to be dimin- <laughs> it's not cool to be diminutive towards women. Um, but I mean, you know, at the same time, you know, video games are very male dominated. You know, like men are uh, have more of an appeal towards video games than women do typically. You know, it's I mean, that's just something that like that's kind of there. You know, like um, so I don't know. I don't you know. Yeah. Cool. Interesting stuff. I just thought it that yeah. kind of derailed us. Uh, that's that's a little bit of a what's on your mind section, I guess. But Borderlands Two coming out September the eighteenth in the U.S. Oh, say again. Sorry, you were breaking up. Se- September eighteenth is when Borderlands Two is coming out. Sweet. <laughs> no, gotcha. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Slow to- down. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you have anything else there, Ben? Sim. I- yeah, outside of Civ that's all. I've okay. been boring. How about you, David? Um, I've been playing more uh, The Secret World. Okay, they just laid a bunch of people off. Did they? Yeah, yeah, they did. Funcom. They just like dumped a bunch of people. That is unfortunate. It is. That doesn't sound fun. 
Well, hopefully it won't affect the game because I'm still really enjoying it. Yeah. But are you like are you leveling? Are you like reaching end game kind of stuff, or are you just kind of uh, just taking a cash? It's kind of weird. I I took a a long long break trying to figure out um like my build. They do a really really bad job of explaining kind of how how they're um how they built their um like ability trees and stuff okay so like how they you know what strategies they meant you to use how they meant you to think about it so i i spent like a week just like running low level missions to get experience and just like messing around with things okay um so luckily i'm past that 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 it was kind of annoying the difficulty it has is until you figure out like what they were thinking in terms of how to build stuff, it very much feels like every time you get an idea for like how you want to, you know, set up the character, there's some reason why you can't do it. But then eventually you figure out kind of what um you know, what they were going for and once you do that you can then see the connections in the abilities, and so that does become a lot of fun. Nice. Hmm. It's something where it, I would say it's incredibly obnoxious, except for in the age where everything has a wiki. There's no excuse for you to you know, make those mistakes once the game's been around for a bit. See, the difficulty is, unfortunately, the, this is an artifact, I guess, of any game that has a um, no-class system, but that only works. Guides written by people that only care about having the um, most efficient character possible and don't care you know what the character is actually like if you have any idea of what you know pre beforehand of generally what type of combat you want your character to have you know any sort of theme or idea or anything it becomes much much harder I mean, just like the the whole appeals to the guides kind of thing. I mean, this was endemic to Warcraft, and they're trying to take it away from that by bringing things over from Diablo uh, 3. But just kind of like when you would say, oh, you can't just say, oh, I play a druid. You play, oh, I play a resto druid with, you know, 20, 20, 40 or whatever. Right. Like Although the, I feel like that's not as bad just because when you play a druid, you know what you're going to get. You're this, you know, nature, healer, hippie guy. Whereas, for for example, um, I don't like the way magic is presented in the game. I, it doesn't interest me. I like um, using, you know, good old-fashioned uh, weapons and technology. So I didn't want to use magic, one of the magic stat, uh, weapons as one of my uh, two weapons. However, um, if you look at for, for soloing, which is basically what I'm doing, the magic stats are, or the magic weapons are just incredibly, incredibly dominant. Okay. So basically, if you don't care about that, you can easily use a guide. If you do care about that, you have to you have to build it yourself. And that's that. That's just a lack of information. That's a lack of clarity. Right. Right. Yeah. the The other thing I'll say, um, I'm really having real mixed feelings about the um, investigation missions. I mean, they're what makes the game different, and they're a lot of fun. These, but, are, the, these are the ones where you have to like decipher Morse code, right? Right. But a number of them, it's not so much, I don't want them to be easier, but a lot of them are just incredibly obscure. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, a, lo- a lot of them, most of them uh, revolve around like them giving you some 
you know, riddle something and ultimately you having to travel to the location they're talking about. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times the location will just be if you happen to stumble upon and know what the location was. I, I mean, is, is that is that a situation of like, oh, I accidentally Googled this or, oh, somebody, somebody mentioned this in chat? Like, are people in chat spoiling this? On the whole, people in chat are actually doing really good in terms of like it's fairly standard. For if someone, um, like, if you go to the wiki, you know, it's all spoiler tagged and they have progressive hints. Right. Um, oh, that's cool. You know, that are, you know, trying to do it without, you know, just giving it to you. But it's more a thing where it's like, um, uh, one, one of the early ones basically makes uh, references to um, people hanging from the gallows. Okay. And that's basically all the information, you, all the relevant information you're given. And ultimately, the solution is one of the uh, three covered bridges on the map. If you go, there's a small plaque on the side that if you read it, says that you know it's a historical marker that um, they used to use the bridge to hang people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's... And it's like at that point, I had never even been to that bridge before. Well, I mean, just it's it's rewarding exploration. See, but it's it's often though it's more just like it's not exploration that you can really anticipate, kind of. So it's like click on click on every single little leaf, or else you're not going to get this quest. C- counterpoint, and Ben, you can back me up on this. This sounds an awful lot like the Riddler challenges in uh, Arkham Asylum and City. Okay, how so? Well, no, I mean, just you're, you, you you go into an area and you're given a vague clue and you have to find something in the environment that matches up with that. Yeah. And okay. you have to scan it and then you're done. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, but those areas take what, you know, three minutes tops to explore pretty thoroughly. Yeah, but they're also Whereas, not what the game is entirely built around either. I, I will say for clarity, the most recent one I solved, I solved over the course of like three days. Right. That that just sounds cool to me. But I explored four locations on three different uh, world continents. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's really so cool. I'm uniquely afflicted in that in that I am in that I enjoy the Mist series. So that just sounds like you know good good eating to me. But yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I'm also kind of conflicted. I I guess my thing is I like the fact that they make them difficult. I just feel like to a certain degree. They could could make them just less random. As we announced in the stock notice that went out on August 10th, Funcom is in the process of reducing operational costs, and this process includes temporary layoffs as well as other initiatives. Uh, reads a statement from the company. As we currently, as we are currently in the middle of the process, we cannot provide any further comment at the present time. Rest assured, however, that we have long-term plans for the company and that we remain fully committed to all of our games. Uh, Funcom declined to clarify the number of employees affected, citing the ongoing nature of the cutbacks. Uh, this is from an article on Polygon. Um, yeah, so I guess they're not going to shut down the secret world, uh, but this just hastens my prediction that we will have a free-to-play secret world here within the, with, uh, before Christmas. Yeah, it will be interesting to see. I don't have a strong feeling on um, how successful the game is, honestly. Mm-hmm. So well, I, mean, I, like, I just have... Like you can gauge the temperature, though. I mean, are are there people playing that you can like? Oh be yeah, around? definitely. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Um, I would say actually, I often wish there were less people playing. <laughs> <laughs> well, surprise, no, surprise. Well, no. Um, ultimately, the 
One kind of a down thing is I feel like the parts where you're not in an instance, like pretty much any survival horror game, make a lot more sense played solo. Right. So it's kind of annoying when like you know, there's this big build up to like you getting ambushed by some monster and then someone comes like charging over the hill and like helps you take it down. It's like no, I will take care of this myself, damn it. <laughs> I can clean up my own messes. Please help. Right. I am being smeared by Cthulhu. <laughs> yes. But, uh, by the way, yesterday, Lovecraft Day. Really? This is his birthday? Huh. Yeah, Lovecraft's birthday. Yes. But, but no, um, yeah, I, I just completed um, this uh, weird, like, finishing school for the um the people with like supernatural abilities scenario i think they prefer to be called talented youngsters <laughs> yeah um it's you know overall very entertaining uh they fairly ablate fairly blatantly um traumatizing the one 16 year old survivor but god there's like everything that you say that, that you're saying about this game makes me wish that i had a computer that could play it until Funcom gets off their asses and makes me a Mac port. Right. Well, someday. <laughs> it's nice to want things. Um, yeah. <laughs> any final thoughts on The Secret World before we start playing our game? Oh, no, it's just uh, one other thing I um, downloaded but haven't got a chance to play yet. But I wonder, uh, wondered if you had heard. Have you um, seen anything about um, Slender? Oh man, I have that like written down. It's either on pinboard or it's in uh, it's in one of my notebooks or something. Uh, it's it's like this really cool experimental uh, game that's based off the Slenderman mythos, like every other thing in this goddamn world. Um, but it's where you have to explore these like wooded areas um, and find these different objects. But there are these Slenderman type creatures that will come and get you. Is that roughly accurate? Um, well, namely one one Slenderman type creature. And um, it's basically, it's um, completely open world. You're just kind of in this um, area and you have to travel to um, eight landmarks um, and find these notes. Mm -hmm. And um, each note you find, uh, the Slender Man gets progressively more... um, Oh, slender, <laughs> <laughs> more aggressive, right? Um, but the the thing that sounds really interesting to me about it is, um, apparently, basically, if you look directly, and this goes into the mythos, but if you look directly at the slender man, uh, your screen starts going staticky, um, and you, you basically that's how you get killed. Mm-hmm. Either that or him uh, physically catching up to you. So yeah. I guess a lot of the game is based around the fact that it's like, you know, if you look back, as long as you don't look back, you're okay. Yeah, but if you do, you're you're done. Right, but at the same time, when you're being chased by you know a horrible, yeah. you know, monster, you know, or. Or, you know, as long as you don't use your flashlight and don't see that he's there, you're okay. You know, I guess it kind of huh. plays, it's supposed to play a lot off of kind of those angles. Yeah, it's it's free. You can find it on uh, slendergame.com. Um, and it does have a Mac version, so I expect to play this by next week. 
Because what is so? Help me understand, because I, I see more and more and more about the Slender Man, and I know it's been in like the the mythos or legend or whatever for a while. What exactly has catapulted it so that it seems to be getting more and more popular? Slender Man started on the Something oh, Awful forums, um, and it was actually a part of uh, the, the the original thread was like Photoshop you know like make make this picture scarier so people were trying to find these like subtle ways to like put monsters in the background of pictures and everything and one person i forget who came up with the slender man who would be in the background of of, of pictures about you know, just like with like kids in them and stuff it'd be like you, you would look into the trees behind it and there would just be this like big thing that was obviously humanoid but was like really unnatural and had these eyes and uh-huh. then like from from that you know it became like a meme and then from being a meme it turned into to um, kind of like a bunch of ARGs and things like that, um, and then it kind of turned into the the, the horror mascot of the internet, like this 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 hive mind created, um, you know, fictional monster. Yeah, the, yeah, no, but the the Slender Man was around before that. I no. it, it was like no, no, it's well, it, like well, Grant, no, actually, it, it was around me, as a type me, of alien. Let like, me that was let like, me go back to that. Um, actually, yeah, uh, the the two things. One thing is. Um, it plays a lot off of kind of the uncanny valley thing. I mean, it basically looks human, but it doesn't have the correct proportion. So, yeah. you know, rodent brain recognizes that as, you know, freak out. But the other thing is it was set up um, basically to be um, folklore, to be – it was set up in the form of an urban legend. Right. And um, the natural response, um, you know, the way urban legends work is that they tend to spread. Mm-hmm. And so very quickly, you know, question, you know, things like you said, but wasn't that um, there before before this, um, you know, forum post, you know, build up around it. And um, so I think that's a lot of it. It's just, you know, all of the. You know, it, it it kind of snowballs from there. I, I you know, I'm, I'm going to say this, and I'm going to be like as douchey as possible in the way that I say it. But <laughs> I I was there, man. Like I was I was in that original thread <laughs> and reading it um, as a so person then, who was an active forum goer on something awful. And and you so know, every is... every etymology that I found has traced back to that original instance back in like 2008. That's interesting. See, oh, but, okay, so it's, but it's a couple years old. But that's the thing about folklore. It doesn't matter that that's what actually happens. Right. It matters that that's not the story people tell. Right. Yeah. It's, it, what's really interesting is there's there's the new XCOM Enemy Unknown game coming out. Right. One of the enemy classes in that game is the Slender Man. Right. One of one of the enemies soon to be facing the secret world is. Reference to Slenderman. There's a Slenderman enemy in um, in Minecraft, the Enderman. Also, Doctor Who. My brain hurts. <laughs> the internet. It just you know it's it's it, it, <laughs> it, it, I mean it's 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 truly interesting and like it's it's reached like Cthulhu levels of like <laughs> look at me this is my this is my way of saying that I'm a cool internet person you know kind of, kind of thing but you know it's it's unnerving and if you take it for what it is and not as a meme it's pretty cool and i'm interested in playing this game because it does seem to be true to the to the you know to to, to the idea and the spirit of the heart of it so thank you for well, reminding me of this i love yeah. the idea of just the um sandbox horror where you know we don't need scripting to make something scary right yeah for sure dear esther dear esther my friend 
It's, right, it's, we'll it's, 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 it's never it's actually been able to find any information on what that actually is. Dear Esther? Is yeah. that the game where you're walking? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. No, like Dear Esther, it's a it's it was originally a, a, a source mod, but then but then they released it um, updated uh, on Steam here a little while back. I talked about it, like I raved about it for a long time. That's what I was gonna say is I pay attention to our podcast sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So Dennis, you have some quotes for us. Yeah, I was gonna say since my brain hurts, I'll make you guys do the thinking for a little bit. <laughs> it's gonna have to be a little bit shorter than last time because we are running over on time. So let's uh, let, let's we'll, keep we'll do it. them rapid fire. Let's, so um, yeah. you get you know first one to respond can uh, can get the points. You get a point uh, if you can name the character and the game. Okay, so, so is, is it a point for each? Uh no, one point. Although if 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 you are not able to guess, another person can get a point by naming the the second half. Okay, it's gonna be. It's uh, gonna so be, people can steal this time. Yeah. So so you, you can steal. You, yeah. You have to be the person. You have to be the sole arbiter of who uh, called out first. Okay. That's right. Okay. I have the power. Yes, you do. All right. And again, roughly, we'll be going from easy to obscure. Okay. Quote quote number one. Jason! Uh, have you right, Ethan. Er, yeah, Cole, you had a bell. <laughs> Sorry, I need to put the bell well, away. I'll I, heard, I, heard, I heard Ben first. Okay, all right, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, so the game is Heavy Rain. Um, the character's name is... You said it. I said Ethan. Ethan is correct. All right. Then I'll then I will I will stick with Ethan then. <laughs> Ethan Mars is it Ethan Mars? Yep. Okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. Nicely done. Next quote. Would you kindly? That's possibly the most elaborate buzzer. Cole, what do you got? <laughs> I got bells and I got crazy scat. Um, no, Bioshock, and that is either Atlas or uh, Andrew Ryan. Whoa! What spoilers? Jerk. <laughs> well, Atlas is not Andrew Ryan, okay? What? Hold on. <laughs> Who is Andrew Ryan, then? Andrew, Andrew, Andrew Ryan's your dad. Oh, spoilers Girl. on a five-year-old yeah, game. <laughs> I knew there was some twist. All right, <laughs> next one. It's pitch black. You are likely to be eaten by a Gru. Cole again? Does anyone actually say that? Um, <laughs> it's not a character, but it's the game Zork, and that is the omnipresent narrator. That is correct. Two for Cole. Moving on to quote number four. Um, I will move your controller using only the power of my mind. Oh, oh I got it. Okay. Me- Metal Gear Solid and Psychomantis. Correct. Question number five. Punch, kick. It's all ba, in the ba, mind. Ba, ba, ba. Okay, me. I heard Cole. That is Parappa the Rappa, Master Onion, Chop Chop. That is... Ooh, no... Uh, I'll give you Parappa the Rapper. However, that is not the name. Chop Chop Onion. You don't get to say it again. What are you talking about? Son of a bitch. Come on. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I think, it's, I think it's Chop Chop Onion from Parappa the Rapper. <laughs> uh, you're missing one word. David, uh, you get a shot. I've never <laughs> played any of these games, except for Bioshock. Say again? Um, I tried for the unscrupulous steal and lost. I've got nothing. <laughs> All right, nobody gets an extra point. It is Chop Chop Master Onion. Oh, so I, I, I had all the right words. I just didn't say them in the right order? That's right. Order counts. God damn it. Well, uh, did you say Chop Chop Onion Master? No, I said Master Onion Chop Chop. 
Uh, <laughs> classic mistake. <All> right. <laughs> Next up, war. War never changes. Ba, ba, ba. Uh, I heard Cole first. That is the entire Fallout series, um, and I believe it's um, Perlman, the, the the narrator at the beginning. Correct uh, again. Wait, wait, wait. What about what about Metal Gear Solid Four? Doesn't Snake say that at the beginning of the game? Uh, that, uh, the the next the next quote is War. War has changed. <laughs> <laughs> so so we both Metal get a Gear point. Metal Gear Solid Four, Snake. <laughs> David gets a point. Damn it. <laughs> I tipped my hat too early. <laughs> this is delightful. All right. Um, number eight. So three left. Wake me when you need me. Oh, I got it. I got it. Uh, it's Halo, Combat Evolved, and Cortana says it. Ooh. Beep. That's your chief. Sadly not. Shoot. From David. That is correct. Do you know which Halo it's from? Not relevant. Halo 3. It is Halo 3. So I'll give Cole the point on that. Oh, but David was gets- that the craptastic ending? Yeah. Uh, I think so. Was yeah. there a special? Yeah, yeah it was. I mean, it was, it was the ending. It was a bad ending. But I didn't know. I, that's the only ending I ever got. All right. No, next no, up. it's not the bad ending. It's a bad oh. ending. What? What's that? No, yeah, that that was the legendary ending, right? Uh, oh, if you beat it on legendary, you could get a good ending. That's right. Okay. Oh. Uh, I never bothered to do that. Number All right, ready for your number nine is stay a while and listen. Oh, that's uh, Deckard Kane from uh, Diablo Two. Correct. Holy shit! Well, wow. well done. All right, and last one. What is a man? That one came Cole is all over. That is uh, Castlevania Symphony of the Symphony of the Night and Dracula. That is correct. Yeah. Dang. All right. So for our final tally, we have Cole in the lead with six points. Damn! Wow. And then we've got Ben with. Three and David with three. So well done. Nice. Wow. Tied second. Cool. Um, that was intense. Yeah. So 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 Ben won last time and I won this time. Uh, yeah, that's good. I like that. That's funny. As, <laughs> as David the, will will be expecting you to win next time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have to add. I'm, I'm gonna have to add premonition points for uh, for Ben so he can get the edge. <laughs> <laughs> So, that was episode number 160 of Stand Under the Don't Tree and Riddle Me This, a podcast about video games. Um, we hope you enjoyed it. We hope you, we hope you liked it. Um, because it did, we sure did not. <laughs> it was like pulling, pull, pulling fingernails. In fact, I pulled fingernails just to distract myself from the pain. Um, anyway, um, if you too would like to pull out your fingernails and share this with other people, you can um, tell a friend. Not just any friend. Tell your nerdy, your, your nerdy friends. You know, you know somebody else who likes video games? Say like, hey, there are, these, there, there are these four guys. They like say a bunch of bullshit about stuff they don't know anything about. Listen to them. They're fun. That's that's nerdist. I take offense. <laughs> so so yeah, that's the way we grow, and that's the way it happens. And you know, the audience is up. That's good. Um, but uh, there's always more, and there's always it's 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 uh you know it's it's grassroots. We can't afford to you know, advertise this shit. Um, 
You can also go to <laughs> iTunes and uh, leave us a rating or, or a review. Or if you're interested, you can go to duckfeed.tv slash Riddle and find uh, all of our old episodes. And also a link to our Facebook page where you can uh, like us and love us and comment on things and suggest stories and all of that. Tell us what you think of this uh, this game stuff because uh, I'm enjoying it. It's a good time. Not the video games. I like video games, but the uh, but the whole you know bringing back the you know let's let's guess stuff. So the um, video game game the video game thing. games 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 games. We're getting meta. We're in a loop here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Break the so, cycle. So you can follow me on Twitter. I am at Cole Ross. That's K O L E R O S S. Dennis. I am at D Furia. Ben. I'm at Merkelizer. And David, you are not on Twitter. Is that correct? I am at home. You are at home. <laughs> aren't we all? This is a little piece of home is what it is. So for Stand Under the Don't Tree and Riddle Me This, my name is Cole Ross. I'm Dennis Furia. David Meissmith. Ben Merkel. And uh, just go be a miserable, pal- miserable pal of secrets. <laughs> what? <laughs> go be a miserable pile of secrets. I don't think I can make it any clearer. Also be safe. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, be a safe, in, miserable. In that order, though. <laughs> <laughs>